tune with the sun, moon, and stars. <laughs> this is Astrology with Yasmin. I'm now putting on my eyeliner. <laughs> hey everybody, it's Yasmin here. We are coming to you live and direct from London, England. How are you all doing? So welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. This week, we are in the waning cycle of the moon. The waning cycle. So what does that mean? What does it even mean? So it's really, really worth getting to know about the waxing and the waning cycle. If you're starting to just work with the energies of the planet or of the moon, it's kind of like the most basic uh, breakdown of the lunar cycle. So I want to tell you about it. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Yasmin Boland. I'm an astrologer. I'm a moonologer and I'm the Sunday, oops, Sunday Times best-selling author of uh, multiple books, including this one, which I'm showing up to the camera on the Facebook feed, but Unity guys, you won't be able to see it. It's called Moonology and it came out in 2016 and it's still in the Amazon Astrology bestsellers, which is kind of amazing. So one of the things I talk about in there, well, a lot of what we talk about in there is about the fact that we can use the moon to change our lives. And uh, it's something I've been doing for years and years and years, and it's something I absolutely love teaching people to do. And if you're new to working with the moon and you're thinking, well, how can the moon change my life? Um, let me kind of break it down for you really, really simply. So just to give you a bit of history, I actually didn't just find out about this until I was probably in my, I would have been in my 20s, I guess, maybe my late 20s. And um, I, I think I first read about it in a book by um, an astrologer, the late, great Jan Spiller. Excuse me. And uh, actually, I, I, I think that was it because I remember I was sitting at home in my house, in my flat that I had at the time in Bondi Beach. And... Uh, and I read about this book online and you know how sometimes they say, you know, you hear your calling. I really heard my calling about this idea of working with the moon and I dove into the book, which is New Moon Astrology, and I started reading all about working with the moon and I started paying attention to the moon signs and the astrologer who was teaching me a lot at the time uh, I asked her about the moon and she said, oh, that's much too complicated. Don't worry about that. So I completely uh, went even harder because that was like a red rag to a bull. It's like, oh, too complicated. Let me at it. And, uh, and that's where it all came to. And over the years, I've come to know about the new moon and the full moon, the quarter moons and all the other moons. But if you really are just starting out, the best thing that you can do is to just understand the very, very basics of the, of the lunar cycle, okay? And so that can absolutely minimally be broken down into the waxing cycle and the waning cycle. So what I like to do when I'm doing my workshops, which I haven't done for two years, obviously, when I did them live, I used to say, waxing cycle on, waning cycle off. And uh, for the people listening on Unity, I'm actually doing the motions of... Um, I think it was, what was that show? Was it Kung Fu fighting or it was about the Kung Fu guy who was 
like in training with his mentor and his mentor would say wax on wax off wax on wax off and I say waxing cycle on waning cycle off waxing cycle on waning cycle off so just so you know right now we're in the the waning cycle so it's waning cycle off so we should be off but let me just give you some context so basically um the waxing cycle is is the period from the new moon to the full moon which is about two weeks long the cycle is about two weeks long and uh the and so that's very much the time to be um going after stuff chasing stuff going hard putting your foot down you make your wishes at the new moon and then you spend the waxing cycle just going for it manifesting it visualizing it taking inspired action taking action steps doing what you can to make your dreams come true because it's not enough just to sit at home and light your abundance candle as they say and just wait for the money to rain down from your living room ceiling because that ain't gonna happen you know you light your abundance candle you do your visualization you clear your money blocks and you look for a way to make the money happen okay so that's what you do in the waxing cycle that's what sort of um that's the cycle when you can actually achieve things and then you get the full moon the emotional explosion of the full moon which takes place so when we get the new moon, uh, sorry, when we get the full moon, the moment of the full moon, basically in the, in the waxing cycle, the waxing cycle on the cycle where you do stuff, basically during the moon is getting bigger every night in the waxing cycle, the moon is getting bigger every night. But then we get the emotional explosion of the full moon. Okay. Everyone goes crazy. And from the second that we have the full moon because basically what's happening is there are uh, the sun and the moon are on exactly opposite sides of the zodiac and of the planet um we then get we then directly go into the waning cycle so waxing cycle on waning cycle off now what do i mean by off i mean that we are letting it all go we it's off time it's down time so the waxing cycle on it's what's rising up and the waning cycle off it's what's falling away so we're in the waning cycle right now so ideally if you can this is the time to sort of let things go try and just hang out do some meditation like try and have less stuff that you have to achieve um, so we're in the waning cycle and the reason why I particularly wanted to mention that today is because I think it's really important because as you may or may not know we have just had the spring or autumn depending on where you are in the world equinox aka the March equinox um, I think people started calling these equinoxes by the month's name a few years ago because obviously you know everything's so international these days so if you're in Australia the uh, the new moon sorry the move of the sun into Aries um, a couple of days ago on the twentieth so in fact only yesterday time flies uh, that marked the start of autumn and uh, if you're here in the northern hemisphere where I am it actually marks the start of spring which is brilliant and in fact this is in my show notes for today spring is here yay 
The March equinox and the sun's transit into Aries brings the season of rebirth and possibilities together with a brand new astrological year. So I've said that, but actually in a minute I'll tell you why. It's kind of the start of the astrological year, but meh, not really. And that's why I've spent time talking about the waxing and the waning cycle. This is the time for starting afresh, initiating new ideas and projects and pulling thing, putting things into motion. So that sounds very waxing cycle, doesn't it? Right? So yes, it's spring, the sun's in Aries, we want to get started. Or do we? Do we? Because actually we're in the waning cycle of the moon. So... That's why I said tune in and you'll understand how to make the most of this season of newness and opportunity. Because I would say, even though the sun has moved into Aries and we are, it's kind of like the start of a new cycle because Aries is the first um, sign of the zodiac. Okay, so, you know, there's Aries, Taurus, Gemini, it all just starts with Aries. So Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. And, you know, astrologically, it's always happened in the spring here in the northern hemisphere it's autumn in the southern hemisphere and you know it's very much about spring is springing spring lambs new things everything's bursting life is coming back after the coldness of winter sorry to the australians i know that doesn't make sense and the new zealanders and the people in the southern hemisphere but in the northern hemisphere that's always been what it's all about and you know for example um when I worked doing um, Angel Astrology 101, which is a book I wrote with Dorian Virtue back in the day, uh, you know, we were talking about the angel for Aries and we went with um, a, the Archangel Ariel because Ariel has a very strong outdoorsy spring-like feeling. And um, so there is that feeling now. But as I said, guess what? We are in the waning cycle of the moon. Waxing cycle on, waning cycle off. So this is in fact kind of... Pfft, not really the time to start everything again, is it? So it's the astrological new year. A lot of people will be celebrating that. And in fact, we had International Astrology Day the other day as well, yesterday, I think, which always, I think, goes with the move of the sun into Aries. But like I said in a post that I wrote for my site, it kind of is the start of the new cycle because the sun has moved in to... Um, to the sign of Aries, but for my money, it's not until we have the new moon in Aries. I mean, I am an astrologer, but I'm also a moonologer. It's not until we get the new moon in Aries that I feel that it really starts to kick off that new cycle. So now we're kind of at the end of it. There's sort of like this overlap. The image I keep thinking as I talk about this and as I was writing my post that I wrote the other day, um, I. It's not quite accurate and probably half the world no longer remembers clocks with hands and watches with hands. But if you're old enough to remember what a clock with hands looks like, um, you know, it's almost like the big hand has moved into the new cycle. But the little hand and the second hand haven't quite made it there yet. So we're kind of there, but not yet. So just say it was, I don't know, two o'clock on the clock. You know, it's almost like it's 10 to two. So the, the big hand, I'm sorry if you're too young to know about clocks and watches, because I know times are changing. Um, you can always go just look on the internet and see what they look like back in the olden days. They're not really that old, but now everything's digital. 
Um, but basically it's like the big hand is, you know, like just coming up to the to the two on the on the watch face. And but the the second hand, sorry, the big hand, sorry, so the little hand, the hour hand is nearly at two. And the big hand is just sneaking up. It's maybe 10 to or five to two. And then you've got the second hand as well. And it's like, you know, is it really two o'clock before the big hand gets to the middle, the, you know, to the, the top of the thing, to 12 basically. And then the second hand comes up and triggers it, ping. And then finally, it's actually uh, two o'clock. And I would say, it's kind of the same with this. Is it really the start of the new cycle? Um, now, when, you know, the sun's moved into Aries, but we're in the waning cycle of the moon, or is it really going to be the start of the new cycle on April the 1st, which is when we're going to get the new moon in Aries? Um, yeah, so that's, that's sort of something for you to decide for yourself. Traditional astrologers will tell you that it's it's now, I think. They'll say, well, you know, it's the sun's moved into Aries. It's the astrological new year. But people who follow the moon, I think, will agree with me that we're nearly there and we're starting to, we're starting to feel it. It's, I feel like there's an overlap, you know, but it's not really going to really be there until we have uh, the new moon in Aries on uh, April 1st. So there we go. So, you know, that's something to think about as we uh, go into this week. Now, I just want to say, um, if you would like to call in and have me read a card for you, or maybe look at your chart, I'm kind of in the mood to read cards today. Um, I've actually just found on my desk while I've been here, my beautiful Doreen Virtue Goddess Guidance Oracle card. So I wouldn't mind doing a few readings with those. Um, if you'd like me to look at your chart or to read a card for you, give me a call, 816-251-3555. 816-251-3555. And uh, I'd love to speak to you. Um, but let's, uh, let's talk a bit more about what is going on this week. And, you know, we still have to think about uh, how it's all going to play out regarding all the world events that are playing out right now, which are obviously still so incredibly distressing. So as I've said now 15 times, we're in the waning cycle of the moon. So it's breathe out, okay? I'm really stressed right now. Are you stressed? Like, I've been really stressed today. My poor husband, I've been like, I don't know what's wrong with me, darling. I'm just like, Mah! but actually now I'm looking at the stars and I'm thinking, well, I know exactly what's going on. So it's quite an interesting week this week. Um, on the one hand, right now, uh, we've been under the influence of a Mercury-Jupiter connection. Now, the Mercury-Jupiter connection is absolutely lovely. It's over now, unfortunately. So hopefully you are feeling good on the weekend. Here in England, it's now 4 p.m. on Monday. So I'm guessing it's Monday night in Australia or nearly Tuesday morning. And in uh, L.A., it's already, it's, it's the morning as well. So we're all on Monday now. So we've had the end of this Mercury-Jupiter connection. Now, hopefully... It's been a very uh, upbeat time for you. Hopefully you've been feeling good. Mercury is the planet of the mind and communications. 
and but Jupiter is the planet of going over the top um, somebody's asking me what the uh, what the number is eight one six two five oh no no can you ask me I can't remember it hang on uh, 816251355 I'm pretty sure let me just quickly find it because I don't have it in front of me I kind of know it off by heart I think 816251355 816251355 anyway yeah so Mercury is the planet of communications it's how we talk how we listen Jupiter is the planet of good luck and optimism and positivity and you know when you put Mercury and Jupiter together I mean that's an that's astrology that says positive thinking so hopefully you've been feeling relatively positive over the weekend I actually was feeling pretty positive and good over the weekend positive is a weird word these days isn't it? it's like testing positive um, hopefully you've been feeling fairly cheerful and optimistic and Jupiterian as we've approached that Mercury-Jupiter conjunction. Now, unfortunately, that is now over. So, and what we are left with is a rather clashy, somewhat nasty, slightly dangerous Mars square to Uranus, okay? So Mars is the planet of anger, all right, and blood and war and brashness and rudeness and just pushing through. Mars, I like to say, is the engine of the zodiac. It drives everything, okay, and it's a good planet in itself. But when it clashes with things, it brings out its kind of angry Mars side. Mars kind of has an angry side to it. And what's happening right now is it's going to be clashing with the planet of chaos, Uranus. So, you know, a couple of weeks ago at the very start of the invasion of Ukraine, we had uh, Mars conjoining Pluto, I think it was. And that was kind of scary because you don't really want Mars and Pluto meeting up when there's, you know, an invasion taking place. Uh, that's threatening potentially threatening the whole world and you know I'm not gonna lie this is not the happiest time to have a Mars square Uranus but there is something that is possible okay there is something that is possible Uranus is the planet of the unexpected okay it's the planet of the last thing that you thought was going to happen happening all right it's the planet that's all about you know, I'm going to do things my way. It's also the planet of sudden reversals and um, it's the planet of the maverick and it's the planet of liberation. Well, we all know one country that wants to be liberated right now and that's Ukraine. And so having Mars, the god of war, the planet of war, making a clash with Uranus, on the one hand, it could be horrible it could be more these horrible bombings we've seen. It could be worse bombings. It could be all sorts of really nasty stuff. I'm not going to lie. But, 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 because I believe in focusing on the positive, I'm going to say, I also have to say this. It could be that there is a sudden and unexpected turnaround in this horrible war. Okay. And it might not be easy and it might not be pleasant, but it could happen. And 
I read yesterday that uh, Putin and Zelensky had agreed to talks and I was very excited. I almost burst into tears actually. I don't know if you're in England, you might on your phone, you might have the BBC alerts and it kind of makes this very grand sound like doo -doo -doo, like that when it comes through. I don't know the sound. Um, but it's a new sound that's associated with the BBC. And, and I read that and I thought, oh my God, that's amazing. They're going to talk. And, uh, and, then, um, and then, of course, I looked it up on the internet and barely anyone else seemed to be talking about the fact that they were going to be talking. Um, so I'm not really sure if they're happening or not, if the talks are happening or not. But I, I was thinking, well, that's positive. If there's a Mercury-Jupiter, because Mercury's talking and Jupiter's positivity, I thought, well, if there's a meeting, I mean, I guess it's possible there was a meeting that, that nobody knew about. Uh, you know, it could have a positive outcome. And now we are looking at the Mars square Uranus. So I'm, you know, I'm going to be completely transparent here. Two weeks ago when I saw Mars square Uranus now, I was thinking, oh God, that doesn't look too good. I'm not really happy about that. I'd rather it wasn't happening right now while, you know, Putin's running riot. Um, however, it could be the sudden and unexpected turnaround that we need. Who knows? And it might not be that easy. Maybe something happens and Zelensky decides he's got to cut his losses and, and take uh, take what he can, you know, in a post-invasion post uh, package. Who knows? I'm seeing a lot of people saying on um, Facebook in the comments that they're feeling very anxious. And I completely get that. Like, aren't we all, like... I think everybody is anxious now. I mean, anybody who is in touch with their feelings, anybody who isn't scared to feel their feelings, how can we not be anxious? We've just been through two years of a pandemic which has been killing people, right? I nearly went to hospital. I was that sick. I was, I was one degree on the oxygen saturation levels from going to hospital. Under normal circumstances, were it not for the fact that all the hospitals were already overcrowded, I would have been in hospital with COVID. Like, I was sick as a dog. Okay, so don't, that's just the way it is. People have been unwell. People have been dying. Okay, and I understand that because I, I could have died. Probably I, I could have died. Anyway, how anxious making is that? I would like to swear. <laughs> but I won't because I'm on unityonlineradio.org um, as well as on Facebook. So yeah, so basically, of course, we're all anxious. You know, people are being trapped at home with partners who are abusive. We know there's been a lot of that. You know, children have probably been scared out of their minds because suddenly they weren't able to go to school and they maybe they've got anxiety. I know some of them actually fared quite well. In fact, I feel like with my son, Touchwood, I feel like it came at an okay time for him. To be at home for two years with his parents it might not have been what he would have chosen but you know i think depending on the age it's been okay but it's been it's just been difficult let's be honest let's let's call a spade a spade here and um you know people lost their livelihoods and you know you can just say that oh people lost their livelihoods the words just come out people lost their livelihoods Ugh. it's just words but it's not words it's people lost their livelihoods they lost their jobs they lost their businesses okay and if you didn't if that didn't happen to you then it might have happened to someone you know it happened to someone i know they nearly lost their business and you know like today when we were driving around london we saw where a big lovely restaurant we used to really like to go to has closed down almost certainly because of um 
COVID, you know. So it's because we're all anxious. And now, if you're feeling anxious right now, you're almost certainly tuning in to um, the Mars, you're in a square. So one thing I don't want to do is make you more scared, okay? So let me just say, the Mars, you're in a square could be very difficult, but it also can be complete and utter turnaround. Excuse me, Uranus is the planet of 180 degree changes that you that just come out of the blue. So like, for example, if you have a really positive um, Uranus alignment that happens to be taking place in your second or eighth house, which are your cash zones, wow, they can be, wow, amazing, a bolt of cash that just seems to come out of the blue, okay? So don't say, think it's only gonna be negative, but do feel your feelings, don't spiritually bypass, do stay in touch with how you're feeling and just be gentle with yourself. And please, please, please meditate. If you don't like meditating, go on YouTube, find solfeggio frequencies, choose a number that suits you and just meditate with that in your earbuds or on your headphones. So I'm gonna, we're going to go to a break in a minute. I'll be back after. I've got people lined up waiting to speak now, so that's great. I'm just going to do my chakra clearing chart just once. All right, I've got 30 seconds. I don't know how long it takes. Hari Om Nam Lam Om Vam Sim Ram Vam Yam Yam Ham Shiva we go get ourselves in order I'll be back after the break thanks Louis all right let's do a card for all you good people in the break so this is for anyone who's watching live during the break you know who you are oh here's your reminder alexa stop that's my alexa telling me to get ready for my sh my radio show but because of the time change um it's actually now oh, it was an hour earlier Hello, Agnès Rieux. What a beautiful name you have. Am I allowed to put on a crazy French accent? My husband's French. I love France. Hello, Emily Pinette Lacasse. Oh, it's like all the French people are tuning in. Who else is there? Oh, Sally Jenkins-Jones says this card is for me. Do I remember the name of the rollerball perfume? I once spoke about maybe French rollerball. Oh, could it be um, Sana Jardin? Sana Jardin. So S A N A J A R D I N. If you haven't, if you like perfume and you gave it up because of all the phthalates and poisons in there, Sana Jardin is a really beautiful perfume, no poisons, and I would highly recommend. Well, they're all beautiful, but I love the incense water. So there you go. All right, so who is this card for? Well, we got here, 33. Okay, we've got a couple of minutes. 
Oh, Stormly Raindrops. I love you too. Thank you. Hi, Trish in Canada. Oh, hi, Sandy in Albuquerque. Oh, thank you, Storm. So are you. All right, Jen Krause, this is for you. Rosemary Foley Dubois, this is for you. Karen, hello from South Africa. Wow. All right. Hi, Sally. Nice to see you. How's New York? All right, who's this card for? Oh, you ready? Whatever you're asking about. One of my least favorite cards in the deck, frankly, but there we are. Adjustments are required. So I remember once when I was working on something and working on something and I was just thinking, oh my God, I just want this to be over. Have I done it all? And this card came up, it was like, oh, damn. It basically means you're not there yet. Let me find it, third quarter moon. Here we are, are you ready? If you said this card is for you, then uh, this card's for you. Think of yourself as a vessel that's been filled more and more over the past few weeks. Some of what has come your way may have been wonderful, but there's also a lot of negativity you need to let go. Whatever situation you're asking about, be honest about whether there are toxic emotions involved, which you need to release into the ethers. This card also comes with the promise that all is not lost. However, there are changes or adjustments required before you'll get to where you want to be. A change, of course, is forecast now that recent events have been understood and acted upon. There may also be a crisis now which will remind you what you want and what, what it's time to let go of, so pay attention. Here we go. Oh, that's nice, Joe Carey. That's lovely. All right, let's take a call. Welcome back to Astrology with Yasmin. Hello, hello. Okay, so we're back and we're going to take a quick call. All right, uh, let's go to Laurie on line one. Are you there, Laurie? Hi, Yasmin. How are you? I'm great. How are you? jingle jangled I don't know why um I personally actually I don't know why I think it might because I last week so the a week ago I had a bit of a, a family drama which is all good now thank you thank god uh, right and that sort of threw me off and as a result I wasn't doing my meditating and I wasn't doing my walking so maybe we just did a card in the break um for the people watching on Facebook and we got adjustments are required. So for me, I would think that means getting back into my walking. I did a little walk this morning, not a big one. And uh, getting back into my meditating. What would it mean for you, Laurie? What little adjustment would you need to make? I'm getting back to the meditating. Yeah. My, setting that time aside for me and having that meditation to bring calm and going within. Yeah, yeah. 
The thing is, for anyone who's listening thinking meditation, pff, I don't, can't do that. That's too difficult. That's too weird or whatever. It's so not. And it's so incredibly powerful. You just put your head, I just, these days I just put headphones on and, um, and I, and I go, I've got various apps with, uh, the solfeggio frequencies, the Hertz music, H-E-R-T-Z, I think, or H-E-R-Z. Might be thinking of the car hire company. <laughs> um, H-Z music. And... Um, um, premium has meditations and I use those guided meditations and they're really good. Yeah, they're really powerful. And I remember the first time I meditated after about... I hadn't meditated probably for at least a month I just fell off the wagon at some point and I hadn't meditated for about a month. And normally I like to meditate every day. And it was like, it was like this flood of kind of connection to the divine and connection to my higher self and all that stuff just came flooding back to me. And I was like, oh my God, now I remember why we have to meditate because it's so powerful. Exactly. It's so powerful. Anyway, Laurie, let's have a little look at your chart. Oh, wow. So you are born, you are Aries by the skin of your teeth. Really? Yes. Did you think you were a Piscean? 28th, 28th of April. April. I thought that was Taurus. Yep. 28th of April, 68, 10.23 a.m. Yeah. in Atlanta, Georgia. You are Aries by the skin of your teeth. Wow. <laughs> and I thought I'd been a Taurus. Oh, hang on. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. What am I talking about? Forget forget it. No, you're a Taurus. I've gone insane. <laughs> oh, my God. You must have been a bit worried then. What? She's gone crazy. I'm thinking, how can the 28th of April be... be um, I was looking at where the sun is today. <laughs> um, yes, right. you are... Ta in fact, in fact not, only are you a, not only are you a Taurian, Laurie... You are a quadruple Taurian. You are Sun and Mercury and Moon and Mars all in Taurus. Yeah, forgive me. Sorry, I had a bit of a brain freeze then. Um, but you do actually have four planets in, th three planets and one point in Aries. So you're kind of a bit quite Aries as well. Chiron, Saturn, the North Node and Venus are all in Aries. Um, but yeah, no, you're a quadruple Taurian. Sorry, the sun, I was looking at where, what's going on in your chart right now and I, and I made a mistake and I looked at, um, the sun is at zero Aries today. And I was thinking, oh, you're just an Aries, but no, you're a Taurus. You're a Taurus, you're a Taurus, you're a Taurus. So what can I talk to you about today, Laurie? What would you like to know? Oh, actually, I've just seen something in your chart. I'd like to know what's going on. You've got a bit of chaos in your life. There's some, an issue going on with vehicles, and I started a real estate career that you can't do real estate without a car. And so, yeah, there's just a lot of um, tension, and yeah, I want to kind of know how to navigate this. Yeah, okay. So, okay, so what is going on for you, Laurie, is that you have, you know, I was talking about the planet of chaos, Uranus. So you have the planet of chaos, Uranus, bang on your Mercury, which I was saying before is communication and listening and talking and thinking. So it's going to make you a little bit erratic in your thinking. You have to be careful. You'll be waking up on Monday thinking one thing. On Tuesday, you change your mind. Wednesday, it's all something completely different. All these crazy, crazy ideas. But it can make you really inventive and help you to think outside the box. But guess what Mercury also rules? Transport. So I don't know what's going on with your car, but 
that basically explains the car situation. If you've got um, Uranus on your Mercury, it's not that out of the question to be having car issues. And now, especially because we've got the Mars-Uranus clash coming up tomorrow, um, hopefully it will start to get better. Let me tell you, I think you're nearly at the end of it. How long have you been in this car situation? What's happened? Your car's not working, is it? Um, the car is having electrical issues. It's oh my God, because Uranus rules electricity. Uranus rules electricity. Electrical issues. Yeah, it's in your chart, love. Um, so basically, by the end of the month, it should be sorted out. By the end of the month. Right, right, right. Okay. Right, yeah. So you've got a lot of Uranian energy coming up in the next few uh, weeks and months. So it's a time for you to be like looking at where do I feel trapped? How can I break free? Uh, how can I do things differently? Um, you know, have you got any desire to change your home, for example? Well, I would like to change the tension between my husband and I. <laughs> right, right. Well, then for that, we look at your... your... For about three weeks. Right, okay. Well, you've actually got Pluto in your... Uh, Pluto, the planet of eruptions, um, in your love zone. And you've had that for quite a few years, actually. Um, but it's about to end sort of this time next year. So if you can get through this time to this time next year with your husband then uh, you should be fine. Yeah. But I know it's uh, it's probably probably not easy. Yeah, no, you're in a, you've you're in quite a tense situation, I'm not going to lie. Um, but you just need to live and let live. Yes. And I I did draw you a card, all right? So I'm going to show you the card that came okay. up if you're watching on Facebook. It's an this is actually not the moonology deck i decided to use doreen virtue's goddess guidance deck because it was just sitting on the deck up calling my name oh it's the goddess guidance deck it's a beautiful deck goddess guidance okay i, I may have that one okay so it's an a-i-n-e an and it's the leap of faith card which says Take a risk and put your heart's true desire into action. So I don't know what risk you're thinking about, but you want to be careful taking risks when you've got the crazy planet Uranus, but it's saying that's what the cards are saying and they never lie. Okay, this is for you, Laurie. Procrastinating about your dreams won't make them go away. Neither will it make them happen. Indecision is the death of the soul's burning passion to improve, grow and learn. Don't worry about making a wrong decision. Instead, worry about making no decision at all. Then take time to pray, meditate, investigate, research, go on nature walks and make your decision. Once made, the universal energies will immediately support your decision and the doors will successively open as if by magic. So there you go. Fantastic. And that it, feels like with my real estate. And it says and your I'm dream will come true. Your chosen path is the right path. Heaven supports you fully on your mission. So there you go. All right. Fantastic. Talking to you, Yasmin. And Thank lovely, you so much. lovely to talk to you, Laurie. Thank you for calling in.
All right, I will take some more yeah, calls. Okay. Bye. I will take some more calls in a minute, but I just want to kind of like talk about what else is happening this week after we get this um, intense Mars-Uranus clash, which hopefully is going to be the turnaround that the whole world is waiting for. And it really could be, um, but it still might be a bit jarring, which is it's just not a really fun energy to have right now. Um, that peaks tomorrow at about quarter to 9 p.m. Um, UK time. And I believe uh, I believe that the east coast of America is about eight hours behind London, and Australia is about ten hours ahead. So you can you can change it. New Zealand's probably eleven hours ahead. After we get through the Mars Uranus clash tomorrow, there's actually a much better week coming. So hopefully, we get through the clash. Something magical happens, unexpected and very good happens with uh, the situation in the Ukraine. Although, as I keep saying, you know, we're all focused on this, but there are wars going on all over the world. Um, you know, I keep mentioning Somalia, Yemen. There's another war I was looking at the other day. I mean, it's not like the world's going to be perfect, but let's uh, try and resolve this situation, which is a bit more threatening. After that, we actually get to a much, much nicer um, couple of days, astrologically speaking. The first thing that we get is on the 23rd of March, so that must be Wednesday, yes, Wednesday, we get Mercury conjunct Neptune. Now, I used to do um, a best days to meditate of the year thing every year it was something I used to do but we didn't do it this year because I tend to do that now in my sun moon and stars membership area um, we do meditation nights once a month if you're not a member we're kind of letting people in a bit at the moment if you kind of hit the right page it's a bit secret but not really I don't know anyway and the sun moon and stars we do our meditation nights and this is exactly the kind of night I look for I don't think we're doing one on Wednesday maybe we are I get confused I just do whatever's in my diary but Wednesday is going to be a really good day to meditate. In fact, because it's taking place um, in the afternoon, I would say Tuesday night and Wednesday, great times to meditate. And, you know, someone was saying on Facebook before, meditate on world peace and visualize world peace. If ever you were going to sit down and imagine world peace, now is the time to do it. You know, now is the time to meditate on world peace. So in particular, I mean, I would even say now, in fact, meditation is kind of coming up again and again as a bit of a, a theme today, isn't it? Sorry, I'm jiggling around in my chair. Um, meditation is kind of coming up um, as a, uh, a theme today. And, you know, when things come, come up, um, there's always a reason. So if you're listening to this on Unity or you're watching on Facebook and you've been on the fence about should you or shouldn't you be meditating, take this as a really strong sign that yes, indeed, it's time to get back into meditation. And like I said, let me just give you this tip, okay, because I think it's really, really valuable. It's really helped me as well. Okay, everybody, nearly everybody these days has a smartphone. I mean, really nearly everybody, even the great-grandmothers have smartphones. Um, I think my husband's grandma, who was 103, had a smartphone. Or they at least have a computer. Find your way to YouTube, okay? And in there, put in 
solfeggio frequencies meditation or just solfeggio frequencies okay and then just look down at what comes up there are other apps you can use i mean i'm sure there are other apps i do actually use something called i awake which i really like and i'm also working with an amazing app called life rise where we're going to be hopefully introducing some more solfeggio frequencies um but uh just find i usually choose it depending on how i'm feeling and also the length you know because some are 10 minutes some are 20 minutes some are three hours so normally what I do is I try and fit, uh, choose a time that suits me for however long I want to meditate at the time. I, sometimes I do it when I'm walking. You know, This morning I did a short walk and I listened to some beautiful music like that. Um, but I think it's actually even more powerful just to sit there and just do it. So get some earbuds, okay? You can buy them for $3 at the local, you know, $3 shop. Um, or uh, get yourself... Um, get yourself some headphones i i've got a beautiful pair of noise cancelling headphones that my husband bought me for a lot of money um about five years ago and i've looked after them so carefully i put them in their little case when i'm not using them and they're still in perfect nick so you just put them on you sit down have a glass of water maybe you know or go to the bathroom before you do it just sit down and just slowly start to think about your breath and just listen to the music and let it transform you and what it is what what these solfeggio frequencies are is they're actually um they're actually tuned just a little bit differently to normal music and uh, they really are uplifting and inspirational and transformative and inspiring and so the 23rd of march we've got this mercury neptune link coming so between now and then, I, I said, you know, Wednesday, Wednesday morning, you know what? Just do it from now with the intention of tapping into Mercury, Neptune. Just do your meditation every day, today, tomorrow, the next, excuse me, the next day and just tap in. And if you want to, you can either just sit there and just see what comes to you. I usually have a pen and paper not too far away when I'm meditating because I do get ideas. And so then I want to... Um, I want to uh, just remember them, take a note and remember them. And, uh, you know, and then I don't kind of keep the thing in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, write that down and then I can look at it when I finish meditating. And I usually go for about 10 or 20 minutes, depending on how busy I am on the day. Um, I think 20 minutes is ideal. And, uh, yeah, it will change your life. It will change your life. All right, so let's go and take another call. Let's go to um, Anita on line, I'm not sure. Hi, Anita. Hi, how are you? Great, how are you? Where are you? I'm in Atlanta right now. Oh, so the previous caller was also in Atlanta, I think. There yeah, you go. Oh, yeah, she was born there. and But you were born in Pueblo, Colorado? Yes. Right. That sounds very Spanish. Is it Spanish or not? Uh, Spanish, yes. It is a bit Spanish. So like the previous caller, you're also very Taurian, and you actually are Taurian. Very so you're Taurus with Libra rising and an Aquarius moon. So what can I do for you today, Anita? What do you want to talk about? 
Do you see a move, physically a move coming or change soon? A change of address? A change of address. Well, you do have the right stars to move. Have you moved a lot in your life? I'm curious to know that. Yes. Right, okay. Every five years, if not sooner. Every five years, okay, interesting. Um, yeah, look, you do have the stars to move, but I honestly believe that um, when it comes to moving house, I don't know why I think this, but I strongly believe it's up to us. I feel like it's something to do with the energies and um, that we can create the energies to uh, stay or go depending on um, which energies on the planet we need to connect with. So where do you want to move to, Anita? Uh, I would like to move to Florida. Right, from Colorado to Florida. Yeah, I mean, I just don't feel that there's anything stopping you from moving let's put it like that anything that was stopping you from moving when you had Saturn on your moon until quite recently is done so yeah okay really good idea someone on Facebook is telling me Pueblo is Native American for Pueblo Indian so Pueblo Indians also known as Anasazi who inhabited the southwest portion of Colorado. Oh wow! Thank you for that information, Tammy Cantrell. So there you go. Because Pue so Pueblo sounded Spanish to me, but it's actually Native American. There you go. So uh, yeah, I think you can move if you want to, Anita. I really don't see anything stopping you from moving, and in fact, it change is almost inevitable for you right now because we were talking about the chaos planet Uranus, and because you're Taurus, like the like the previous caller, I think Laurie. Um, Change is almost inevitable for you. So, yeah, you can move. You can move. Perfect. Thank you. You are very welcome, Laurie. Pack up that U-Haul and get going. There you go. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye -bye. See you. Bye. All right. Let's do another quick one. Let's go to uh, Dawn on line seven. Hello, Dawn. Hi. How are you? Great, how are you? I'm doing well. I think that it's so amazing that the last two callers were Taurus. Because you I'm are as well, aren't you? In fact, I'm seeing you actually have the same the birthday as Laurie, except that you're born in a different yeah. year. What is going on? There's some kind of message. When, every, when things like this happen, there's a message. So I don't know what the message is, but maybe it's that lots of Taurians have lots of exciting times ahead or something like that. Well, I've been making notes of all of their information that you were giving them and I thought maybe some of it was supposed to be for me too. So. Yes, I'm sure it was. So your sun and Venus in Taurus and you've just had the planet of chaos, Uranus, going over your sun. So if you were born, if you're listening and you were born towards the end of April, um, then you've also just had the planet of chaos going over your sun. So, um, and now you've got the planet of chaos on your Venus, which is money and love. So there could be chaos when it comes to money and love, but it can also be, um, it can also be a time when uh, you're going to get some unexpected cash or you're going to work um, online. While we've been chatting, someone was saying that I'd told them something about their online business going really well and she was saying she wanted to let me know that her business has blown up. 
in a good way so yeah so your Taurus Taurus Sun Leo rising and uh, Aries moon so what do you want to know today Dawn um maybe either about relationship or career are you with anyone right now yes I'm married oh okay <laughs> what's happening there um, well, you know, what day is it? It's up, it's down. Right, okay, all right. Okay, so I'm going to just explain that to you, okay? So basically, it's funny you should call because by the 23rd, so by Wednesday, you will have lived through Uranus, the planet of chaos, on your Venus. All right. So the thing is, you've still got Saturn in your seventh house. So I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That's my theme for the day. But you are in a, in, you are sort of caught between not a rock and a hard place. You're caught between an electric fence and a hard place <laughs> in your relationship right now. And you kind of have to make some decisions about what you want, what lessons the past couple of years have taught you, and really where does that leave you with what you want to do. What I can tell you is regardless of whatever you decide, you've got about another year of Saturn in your uh, relationship zone, uh, which only happens every 30 years. So once you get through this, it's done and dusted. Um, but yeah, you have, you've got another year when it's going to be so you've only got another week or so that it's going to be like, oh my God, it's up, it's down. I don't know what day of the week is and I'll tell you how my love life is. But you're still going to have demands and lessons for another year. Okay. Uh, and, then, and, then, and then you're out of that cycle for so long, it's almost irrelevant. Um, and also Saturn will start to support you in your relationships. I have drawn you a card. And you have got the Express Yourself card through the arts, um, Saraswati, one of my absolutely all-time favourite goddesses. So do you know Saraswati? Uh, no, I don't. So look her up, Saraswati, S-A-R-A-S-W-A-T-I or S-A-R-A-S-V-A-T-I, depending on how you want to spell it. And what this card is, is express yourself through creative activities. Do you do any creative activities? Yes, I'm a director, producer, actress. That's all I do. Ah, okay. Well, then I think the message to you is to, um, is to throw yourself into your work while you get through, you know, you work through any issues with your relationship. Okay. Okay. I, I think. I can do that. Okay. That would be my advice to you. So, will we will we have seen you in any films, Dawn, or any any TV shows? No TV. I've done mostly um, theater. Oh, beautiful! Now I'm inspiring. You know, the masses who are wanting to do it for a living. Oh, amazing! Cool. All right, so basically you need to connect with the goddess Saraswati because she's the goddess of the arts. She's come up for you. You're an actress, director, you know, whatever. And it will be really, really powerful for you to connect with her. So will you promise me that you will go on the internet and look her up and print a picture of her out and just put it somewhere, cover it in sticky tape so it doesn't get wrecked and just see, uh, see you know, how you can connect with her. 
Okay. And someone someone on Facebook is saying that she thinks that, that creative energies will be very grounding for you. Okay. All right. I think she's gone, but that was really good. All right, so that's pretty much it. I'm going to end by doing a card for... Um, oh, that's it. We're ending early. I oh, know, that's the time to end. I don't know why I thought it ended it on the hour, not on the 59. Did that change or did I just forget? Right, okay. Well, anyway, have a great week. Thank you very much. You too. We'll talk to you next time. Okay, bye. Oh, there we go. So I'm going to do a card for everybody who's watching. All right, I don't think, did I do a card for everybody? I think I, oh, oh, well, one's fallen out. Oh, my God. Guess which card fell out? Guess which card fell out? Guess which card fell out? Oh, Teresa, I'm sorry I didn't get a chance. I, I, I thought I had a minute left. I didn't know. I was out of time. Who can guess which card fell out? It's the card that falls out every time. Are you ready for the card? No one's guessing. So I think there's about a five minute delay on the comments. Ah, yes, Nessie Ness, don't let pride get in your way. Yes, you guessed it. Don't let pride get in your way. What the heck? <laughs> All right, don't let pride get in your way. Yes, the Leo card, exactly. The full moon in Leo card. All right, guys, going to leave it there. Mwah, mwah, mwah. I'll see you later. Don't let pride get in your way.